and certainly heightened by the fact that we are the Jets. In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! In the Big Ten Championship, he's in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I might even put a flyer on Derek Carr being the MVP. And Eric Fry. And if you're wrong, you're wrong, but at least I have the guts to step up and make it happen. It's the starting lineup, 98.9 The Game. Monday morning, Eric Fry hanging out here with you by myself today. It's a solo mission, but that's all right. Got lots to talk about today from a busy sports weekend. We will cover as much of it as we can here in the next hour here on 98.9 The Game. The rest we'll put on the podcast except for college sports. We'll wait for tomorrow for that one. Can't wait to hear what Mr. Sparks has to say about that Illini football game. Oh, it was good. We'll talk more about that coming up uh, tomorrow as well as in the pod. Hey, programming note for you. I want to let you know, no starting lineup Thursday or Friday. One due to Thanksgiving, obviously. The other due to high school basketball tournaments. And we'll tell you more about those coming up throughout the week. So, again, no starting lineup Thursday or Friday here on 98.9 The Game. But, of course, we are here on 98.9 The Game today. Thanks to our sponsor, Stoppola State Bank, Worth Computer Repair, McMahon Meets, and Tingley Insurance Agency. Thanks to them for their support of the starting lineup. We wouldn't be here without their support, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. All righty, enough with the pleasantries. Got all those out of the way. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you're getting ready for Turkey Day. Maybe you only have a three-day weekend coming up, and if so, lucky you. Or a three-day work week, I should say. Lucky you. Lucky you, that's all I'm going to say. So, uh, All right, let's go ahead. Let's dive into this. Let's get the show going. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting things off here in First Things First with sports from the weekend. Local sports from the weekend starting Friday night in high school girls basketball. FGM defeated Dietrich 54-24. Martin led the way for the Hearts with 11. Donaldson added 10 more. Britain had 10 for Dietrich, but it was FGM getting the win at the Taylorville Thanksgiving Tournament. Mount Zion defeated Jacksonville. Taylorville defeated Hillsboro. Little Illini from Friday in the Pena Tournament. Mattoon got the win over Gillespie, 74-50. Pena defeated Okaw Valley, 50 
53 to 46, and Olney defeated Chrysler Rock 46 to 30. Lincoln Prairie action: it was Sarah Gordo defeating Hayworth 39-35. Galesburg Christian defeated Unity Christian 42. To 22. Tolona Unity got the win over Shelbyville 51 to 43. And Eureka defeated Clinton 33 to 25. South Central Conference Nokomis defeated Pawnee at the Nokomis tip off. They then defeated Piasaw 45 33 was the first game against Pawnee and 32 to 22 was against Piasaw. Carlisle, they defeated Greenville 49-24, and North Mac defeated Litchfield 55-28 at the Waverly Tournament. So that was action from Friday. Let's go in now to Saturday, and we'll save football for a little bit. Let's talk high school girls basketball from Saturday. Oakwood Tournament, Covington got the win over Casey Westfield 35-30. Casey would come back and defeat Oakwood 47-20. At the Paris North American Lighting Thanksgiving Tournament, the championship game, it was Paris getting the win over Champaign Central 51 to 21. So Paris wins their own Thanksgiving tournament there. At the Taylorville tournament, Mount Zion defeated Hillsboro 6-34. Stuart Memorial will then defeat Mount Zion 41 to 25. Taylorville was also in action there, obviously, at the Taylorville tournament. And they defeated Jacksonville 51-19. And then they defeated Rochester 47-31. Lincoln Prairie, Oakwood, Comet Classic, Tri-County got two wins. They defeated Rantoul 72-20. And then defeated Westville 57-15. Central Illinois, Clinton defeated St. Teresa 50-18. South Central Conference at the Nokomis Tip-Off Tournament. In the third place game, it was Piasaw defeated Lincolnwood 35-17. In the championship, it was Nokomis over Vandalia, 59-28. Waverly Thanksgiving Tournament, North Mac picked up a win against North Green, 59-26. And Auburn defeated Litchfield, 56-21. Junior High Girls Basketball tipped off over the weekend with 8th grade regional play. Class 1A, Martinsville Regional. 4-seed Oblong defeated the 5-seed Hume Shiloh, 34-13. It was the 2-seed Martinsville defeating the 7-seed Philco St. Thomas, 44-3. Six-seed Palestine defeated the three-seed Chrisman Scotland, 16-13. Class 1A Single St. Michael Regional, the five-seed Mulberry Grove defeated the four-seed Neoga, 43-11. The three-seed Ramsey got the win over the six-seed Mattoon St. John's, 25-11. In Class 2A at the Beamont Regional, the four-seed Beamont defeated the five-seed Georgetown Mary Miller, 41-20. Two-seed Oakwood defeated the seven-seed Champaign International, 22-19. Three-seed Sedell Salt Fork defeated the six-seed Villa Grove, 22-11. The four-seed Beamont then defeated the one-seed Champagne Next Generation, 34-22. The two-seed Oakwood defeated the three-seed Sedell Salt Fork, 17-12. Class 2A, KZ Westfield Regional. The five-seed Beecher City defeated the four-seed Arcola, 36-16. The three-seed KZ Westfield defeated the six-seed St. Anthony, 34-18. Class 2A, Albany Regional. Uh, or excuse me, Albion Regional. The four-seed South Central defeated the five-seed Brownstown, 23-9. The three-seed Albion defeated the six-seed Dietrich, 41-22. Class 2A Springfield Blessed Sacrament Regional. It was the four-seed Central A&M defeating the five-seed Morrisonville, 26-19. Class 3A Warrensburg-Latham Regional. Five-seed Stanford Olympia defeated the four-seed Clinton, 17-13. Two-seed Warrensburg-Latham defeated the seven-seed Lincoln, 42-18. Again, this is girls' Junior High 8th grade basketball. Class 3A, Cumberland Regional. 4-seed Robinson Nuttall defeated the 5-seed Cumberland, 32-26. 2-seed Newton defeated the 7-seed Marshall, 36-9. 3-seed Topless defeated the 6-seed Lawrenceville Parkview, 
50-17. Class 3A, Tuscola East Prairie Regional. It was the 5-seed Tuscola East Prairie defeating the 4-seed Payne, 31-24. 2-seed Sullivan defeated the 7-seed Decatur's Johns Hill, 30-0. The 3-seed Shelbyville Moulton defeated the 6-seed Macon Meridian, 38-16. Class 3A Auburn Regional it was the 4-seed Gillespie defeating the 5-seed North Mac 22-21. The 3-seed Hillsborough defeated the 6-seed Piasaw 22-20. Class 3A Litchfield Regional, 5-seed East St. Louis Lincoln defeated the 4-seed Vandalia 38-25. The 3-seed Greenville defeated the 6-seed Roxana 31-17. Class 4A Effingham Regional it was the 4-seed Decatur Stephen, uh, Stephen Decatur defeating the 5-seed Mattoon 27-25. The 2-seed Taylorville defeated the seventh seed Charleston 47 to 13. The three seed Rochester defeated the sixth seed Effingham 31 to 21. And finally, class 4A Muhammad Seymour Regional. It was Muhammad Seymour getting the win over Champaign Edison 34 to 28 in overtime. Had to go overtime for that one. All right, now let's get to football action, high school football action from the weekend as we didn't have anyone playing in our area in the 1A level, but we did in a two-way. That is where we found Shelbyville. They were taking on Athens and Shelbyville just got steamrolled by Athens who improved to 11-2 and two as they defeated Shelbyville. Final score in that one 39-6 to as the Warriors had 538 yards of rushing. And it is the first time to state for Athens in the program's 18-year history. Um, senior running back there, Cameron Begard, uh, had 295 yards rushing and two scores on 23 carries. Another teammate of his, Corey Craig Jr., had 103 yards rushing and three scores. It was just all Athens there in the win. So Athens will be advancing to take on the five-seed Wilmington. That'll be up in normal at 1 o'clock Friday afternoon. Um, Athens scored on its first three drives for a 19-6 halftime lead, and it began with a 16-play drive that chewed up nearly nine minutes in the first quarter. They capped it off there with a short touchdown run, and then they had a 52-yard touchdown run to end the first period, going up 13 to nothing. So, uh, and then it was a botched snap uh, for a goal line stand um, before it was a 93-yard touchdown run by Biggert again into the end zone, and uh, they just never stopped, did Athens. And unfortunately for Shelbyville, their great season comes to an end. They had just eight first down, one first down in the entire second half, and just 108 yards offensively. So the Shelbyville team that had been rolling, you know, they, they beat Breeze Modern Day 28-21, beat Vandalia 36-13, beat Trent Wesleyan 48 to nothing. They finally met their match there with Athens last uh, Saturday. And so Shelbyville will end their season a little short as they fell to Athens 39 to 6. Athens, like we said, will advance to take on Wilmington, who beat Moroa Forsyth 42 to 7 in a little bit of an upset. That was a five over the two. So that should be a good battle there in Bloomington. Class 3A, you talk about a a game that's just a barn burner of a game. Points aplenty. It was Mount Carmel coming out on top over Roxana 63 to 48 as Blaine Sessions there for the Mount Carmel Aces. He threw the ball for 181 yards and a touchdown on 9 of 10 uh, passing, but he ran the ball for 315 yards and five touchdowns. 
did Blaine Sessions. Asher Knight added another 131 yards rushing, 446 yards of rushing there for the Aces. And give credit to Roxana. They tried. They hung with them. But unfortunately, it was Mount Carmel there getting the win as the Aces get the dub. And, uh, you know, it was uh, 11 minutes into the game, Blaine Sessions scored. And it was just from then on, it was just points aplenty. Like we said, uh, there was, uh, you know, Blaine Sessions, we know we know how good he is. You know, 14th in the country, 41 touchdowns, you know, going to U of I, everything like that. Um, but yeah, this is just, uh, it, it was, it, it was all Blaine Sessions show. And now we see why as, uh, you know, Mount, Mount Carmel scored, like I said, 11 minutes into the game, uh, Roxana would take it down and, and they would eventually score with 10 minutes left to go. And then it was just on these two teams combined, combined to put up, uh, well, Mount Carmel had 42 points in the first half. And Roxana had 28 in the first half as well. So, I mean, it was 42-28. That's most, you know, games final scores in our area and in the state of Illinois. But, nope, they decided to put up more. 63 points, like we said. Um, just a, a absolute, uh, you know, whooping there by Mount Carmel, 63-48. to 48. And this offense for Mount Carmel has been clicking since the Benton game. The Benton game, you know, it was 24-17, their opening round matchup. But since then, they beat Sullivan 42-21. They beat Tolona Unity 56-46. to 46. So, I mean, this offense is starting to click, and they're going to need it because they will be heading up to normal on Friday to take on the Byron Tigers as Byron beat Lombard Montini 26-20. So that Byron offense I've talked all season about and their defense, you know, that entered uh, after a first-round win 72 to nothing, second round 56-7, third round 63-15. Well, this time the offense can only put up 26 points. They held Montini to 20, and it was enough for the win. So it'll be Byron and Mount Carmel this Friday up in normal, 4 o'clock for that one. Should be a great game, I think. Again, I'll be interested to see if Blaine Sessions can keep doing what he's been doing against a team that, like I said, I, I think a lot of people said that they were probably the best team in 3A, and the Byron Tigers have been all season. Let's take a look at other uh, games and kind of figure out who's going to state this weekend. As in Class 1A, it was Camp Point Central, the one seed. They got the win over Greenfield Northwestern. So Greenfield Northwestern comes up short again as they fell 54-20. to So it will be Camp Point Central. They'll be taking on Lena Winslow, who defeated Chicago Hope Academy 30-28 to in a close game there. So it'll be two undefeated teams battling it out for the state championship at 10 o'clock Friday morning up there in normal. That should be a pretty good game, at least on paper in that one. And then in Class 4A, it was Rochester, 42-14 to over Murfreesboro. So Rochester advances undefeated, and they will try to cap an undefeated season when they take on the 11th seed Burbank St. Lawrence, who defeated West Chicago Wheaton Academy 31-30. to So a big win there for Burbank. So it'll be the one seed Rochester versus the 11th seed Burbank St. Lawrence there. That game Friday night at 7 o'clock up there in Bloomington. And then in Class 5A, 
it will be, as you predicted, of course, Joliet Catholic Academy. They got the win over New Lenox Providence Catholic, 31-21, and they'll be advancing on to take on LaGrange Park Nazareth Academy, who defeated Wheaton St. Francis 38-13. So in your state championship game for 5A, it'll be the 12-seed Joliet Catholic Academy taking on the 15-seed LaGrange Park Nazareth Academy. So LaGrange Park, like we said, the 15-seed has gotten all the way here. They entered, they were one of the four and five teams. They were one of those four and five teams who made it into the playoffs, and here they are with a chance to win state. How about that? It's all about getting hot at the right time, right? And, you know, it's just set up perfectly. They, they beat the two-seed Crystal Lake Prairie Ridge. Then they had the seven-seed uh, Glen Ellen uh, Glenbard South defeated them, but then they took out the sixth seed, and then they took out the eighth seed, so just kind of the bracket fell perfectly. So we'll see if they can continue their Cinderella run there in the 5A bracket. And finally, 6A, you know, I got to check in. East St. Louis got the win over Washington, 34-18. to So East St. Louis will look to defend their title. They take on Cary Grove, who defeated, like, Zurich. That was, so it'll be three-seed Cary Grove taking on the four-seed East St. Louis in that one in 6A. Now let's just go ahead. 7A, do we have any uh, Downers Grove taking on Chicago Mount Carmel in the state title? That is a 6-13 matchup as Downers Grove beat Normal Community 42 to nothing. Normal was undefeated. Uh, so that was a, a kind of a, a big upset there. And then finally in 8A, it will be the one seed Willamette Loyola Academy taking on the two seed Frankfurt East Lincoln way east, so number one, number two, both teams undefeated. That should be a good one as well. That'll be Saturday night at 7 o'clock up there in normal. So the high school football season starting to wind down. We are closing in on the end of the high school football season here as we roll along and get ready to and that, but of course, if one season's ending, another one is beginning, and that tips off tonight, and that's boys basketball, and we'll have a look at all of the area tournaments and games going on for tonight, coming up here in just a moment on The Starting Lineup. The Starting Lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, philosophy you thought you is. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. There's a story they tell about someone who became a legend in these parts because of one simple thing they did. They shopped local, and they did it not to become famous, but because buying from local businesses makes sense. They saved gas, they got better service from folks they know, and they helped their neighbors and improved the local economy. Pretty soon, other folks were doing it too. And this shop local thing became a movement. That person alone affected businesses and impacted families right here in our community. That person sure changed this town. That person could be you. And here are some suggestions on where you can do it. The Medicine Shop at 600 West Jordan Street in Newton. Paler's Pharmacy at 203 South Main Street in Dietrich. Niemerg Steakhouse, so delicious, always special, Niemerg's Steakhouse.
Remember waking up Christmas morning, a beautiful Christmas tree, mess air, and a ton of gifts waiting to be unwrapped? Unfortunately, many families in Central Illinois cannot afford to purchase gifts for their children. Here at Cromwell Media, we're trying to change that. We're excited to partner with companies like Weber's Jewelry in Totopolis, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, and Heartland Landscaping in Effingham to help bring smiles to children's faces this Christmas. Stop by one of these locations and donate new or gently used toys. Toys donated will be distributed to local charities to make sure that they're given to families in need. Stop by the following companies to donate a new toy through December 1st. Weber's Jewelry in Totopolis, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, and Heartland Landscaping in Effingham. Drop off toys at any one of these locations to help make it a wonderful Christmas for everyone. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Hey, Doc, nice office. Quick question. If you had to choose, would you give yourself a root canal or run payroll? Run payroll, no question. Seriously? Have you run payroll before? Paying my team with Gusto couldn't be easier. Gusto gives me unlimited payroll runs, next day direct deposits, and automatically files my taxes. Saves me time. Wow, that's nice. Over here, Doc. Can I run payroll too? Choose payroll without the pain. Visit gusto.com slash radio to sign up for free. And now... Already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. Welcome back into the starting lineup. Eric Fry here, hanging out with you, talking sports and looking at our sports schedule for tonight. Jam-packed. Let's start with the non-tournament action first for high school girls basketball. Marshall will head to Neoga and some NTC action. There, Neoga, obviously. Uh, Apollo Conference, Monticello heads to Charleston. Muhammad Seymour will be at Urbana. Mount Zion will host Sullivan. It'll be Tuscola traveling to Arcola. So the Cola Wars there on the girls basketball court. Heritage is going to be at Central A&M. Argenta at Macon Meridian. Arthur Lovetown with Hammond at Shelbyville. Georgetown Ridge Farm at Blue Ridge. El Paso Gridley at Warrensburg Latham. Now, tournament action for girls going on tonight. Casey Westfield will be at Oakwood for the Oakwood Tournament. At the Waverly Thanksgiving Tournament, North Mac will take on Auburn. Litchfield will be at North North Green. And in girls basketball, the Bob Kearns Thanksgiving Tournament kicks off 
Altamont takes on Effingham. That game, 6 o'clock tonight. And of course, you can hear that over on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM down there in Newton. 6 o'clock is the tip-off for that one. Altamont Effingham should be a good one there. Travis Sparks will be on the call for that one over on our sister station, 105.5, 100.5 Jack FM. The nightcap there, Newton takes on Flora. That game at 7.30. So those are the four teams that will be playing there at the Bob Kearns Thanksgiving Tournament. Altamont, Effingham, Newton, and Flora. Altamont will again be back in action on Wednesday night there in Newton before they conclude things on Friday afternoon. All those games, of course, can be heard on 105.5 Jack FM. Boys' side of things, well, there's not a whole lot of non-tournament action, so let's just get into the tournaments. St. Anthony Turkey Tournament kicks off tonight. Bree Central is at Champaign Central, or taking on Champaign Central, I should say. That starts at 5 o'clock there in St. Anthony. And then the nightcap, St. Anthony takes on Rantoul. That game scheduled for a 6.30 start time. The Cumberland Thanksgiving Tournament, Casey Westfield will take on Ocaw Valley at 6 o'clock there. Dietrich and Marshall is the nightcap in that one at 7.30 up in Cumberland. Mulberry Grove Thanksgiving Tournament tips off tonight as well. South Central takes on Father McGivney, that game at 5.15. Cinema Brownstown takes on Ramsey at 6.45. Then Mulberry Grove will take on Mount Olive at 8.15 p.m. So jam-packed day full of basketball up there in Mulberry Grove. Sarah Gordo Turkey Tournament tips off tonight as well as in the high school gym it'll be heritage taking on leroy at six o'clock sarah gordo will take on shelbyville at 7 30 in the junior high school gym it'll be university high taking on unity christian at six and arthur christian takes on tri-valley at 7 30 so there's all that action going on here tonight now let's get into some eighth grade junior high girls basketball class 1a martinsville regional continues the one seed oakland lake crest takes on the four seed oblong the two seed martinsville takes on the six seed palestine in class 1a painting a sacred heart regional the four seed okaw valley takes on the five seed kincaid salt fork at the class 1a sickle st michael regional the one seed sickle st michael takes on the five seed mulberry grove two seed pocahontas takes on the three seed ramsey class 2a bement regional championship it'll be the four seed bement takes on the two seed oakwood at the class 2a decatur Montessori Academy for Peace Regional. The four-seed Argenta takes on the five-seed Decatur Dennis. Class 2A, Casey Westfield Regional. The one-seed Paris Crestwood takes on the five-seed Beecher City. Two-seed Stewarts and Strasburg takes on the three-seed Casey Westfield. Class 2A, Albion Regional. It'll be the one-seed North Clay takes on the four-seed South Central. Two-seed Altamont takes on the three-seed Albion. Class 2A, Springfield Blessed Sacrament Regional. The one seed Nakoma takes on the four seed Central AM. Class 3A, Warrensburg Latham Regional. The one seed Downs Tri Valley takes on the five seed Stanford Olympia. Two seed Warrensburg Latham takes on the three seed Mackinac D Mac. Class 3A, Cumberland Regional. The one seed Paris Mayo takes on the four seed Robinson Nuttall. And the two seed Jasper County takes on the three seed Tatopolis. Class 3A, Tuscola East Prairie Regional. The one seed Arthur takes takes on the five-seed Tuscola East Prairie. The two-seed Sullivan will take on the three-seed Shelbyville Moulton. Class 3A Auburn Regional. The one-seed Auburn takes on the four-seed Gillespie. And the two-seed New Berlin takes on the three-seed Hillsboro. Class 3A Litchfield Regional. It'll be the one-seed Litchfield taking on the five-seed East St. Louis Lincoln. And the two-seed Staunton takes on the three-seed Greenville. And finally, Class 4A Effingham Regional. The one-seed Mount Zion takes on the four-seed Decatur Stephen Decatur, Stephen Decatur, and the two-seed Taylorville takes on the three-seed 
Rochester. Let's talk about some other tournaments going on in our area. Yes, there's still even more. Cowden Herrick Beecher City Girls Thanksgiving Tournament will tip off tomorrow. That'll have North Clay, Cumberland, Windsor Stustras, Red Hill, County Herrick Beach City, Brownstown, St. Elmo, Dietrich, and Ramsey all in it. We'll talk about that schedule coming up on tomorrow's show as well. Plus, in other boys' tournament action, we mentioned the uh, Mulberry Grove tournament kicking off tonight. It continues through the weekend. Saturday will be championship day on that one, so we'll try and get you as updated as we can on that one. Same thing with the Cumberland Thanksgiving Tournament. We talked uh, games going on tonight, games going on tomorrow as well. That game, that tournament will conclude on Saturday as well. St. Anthony Turkey Tournament continues throughout the week, obviously taking Thanksgiving off, but that will wrap up on Saturday as well. The Lawrence County Capital Classic will tip off Friday, so it'll just be Friday and Saturday. That will have Red Hill, Olney, Salem, Teutopolis, Fairfield, Lawrenceville, Mount Carmel, and Vincennes in that one. So, again, we'll try and keep you updated as best we can over on our website, fgamradio.com. Remember, there is no starting lineup on Thursday or Friday of this week. In Neoga on Friday and Saturday, they will have the Neoga Mary Sir Thanksgiving Shootout featuring Neoga, Georgetown Ridge Farms, Sisney, and Sullivan. That'll take place on Friday and Saturday as well. Roxana Hoops Giving Classic has Centralia, Freeburg, Staunton, Waterloo, Roxana, Jerseyville, Carbondale, uh, Piasaw, Civic Memorial, Alton Marquette, Gateway Legacy, and East Alton Wood River all at that one as well. And that kind of does it for uh, where some of our area schools will be. Uh, Christ Our Rock Lutheran will be in Wesleyan at the tip-off. Classic there with uh, Columbia and Wesleyan and Breeze Modern Day as well as Nashville. So that's kind of a look at uh, our area games going on here as we get the high school boys basketball season tipped off tonight. Can you believe it? Tips off tonight and it just continues all the way through March. So get ready for boys basketball to be back on the air. And don't forget, you can listen to every Altamont boys and girls game over on 105.5.5 Jack FM. And the Cumberland Pirates will be on WCRA starting with tomorrow's matchup against North Clay there at the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament. And we'll talk more about that coming up tomorrow. Also coming up on the way, we will be talking some NFL football. That'll be coming up next here on the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. For more than 40 years, the experienced trial attorneys at Bruno Law Offices have been defending good people throughout central Illinois. If you're facing criminal charges in state or federal court, trust Bruno Law Offices to protect you and to do it with first-class service and communication. Serving Effingham and surrounding counties, Bruno Law Offices has a five-star Google rating and a proud reputation for winning in the courtroom. Look us up online to learn how we can help you. 
Some people just know that the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the tailgater who's testing the laws of physics with a table and a grill and six camping chairs all balanced on the roof of a small sedan. Make that four camping chairs. Why would you pay a rate based on anyone else? Get a rate based on you with DriveWise and the Allstate app. Not available in California. Subject to terms and conditions. Some states' participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate, best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos? You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty early, early, cheesy, cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's an ice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And now, Illinois, they won barely, and I I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying. He's never been played like that before defensively. He just couldn't get open. They were grabbing him all game. He was fouled on every possession. They just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. (laughs) Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. CJ Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Eric Fry Sports Center update. The Blues scored the first two period goals during a 3-1 win over the Anaheim Ducks at the Honda Center. The Blues now 9-7-1 in the season. They'll visit Arizona on Wednesday. Missouri Tigers lost to Jackson State in the final seconds at Mizzou Arena. Chase Adams hit a go-ahead jumper for Jackson State with three seconds left in regulation. And Mizzou a 73-72 loss. Tigers now 3-2 below South Carolina State on Wednesday. Other college basketball action on Friday. Lindenwood beat Omaha 72-70. Missouri State took down Florida Gulf Coast 70-61. Southeast Missouri State lost to UIC 87-74. SAU Edwardsville earned a 60-51 win over Nichols. And Western Illinois won against Southern 88-80. Eastern Illinois beat Coppin State 48-46 on Saturday. On Sunday, Lindenwood took down William & Mary 71-60. Missouri State earned a 56-52 win against Kent State. Southeast Missouri State went down against Northwestern 76-68. Eastern Illinois lost to Miami of Ohio 76-64. And SAU Edwardsville was defeated by South Alabama 86-74. College football action. Missouri State lost to South Dakota State 35-17. Southeast Missouri State fell to Bryant 45-21. Eastern Illinois beat Robert Morris 28-14. Southern Illinois crushed Indiana State 38-9. And Western Illinois was destroyed by South Dakota 48-6. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. But I know I said we were going to talk NFL. And we are. We're going to get to NFL. But first, before we talk to some NFL. Hold on. We have got to do some breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. We don't get to play it that often. So when we do, I want to make sure we take advantage of it. Yes, got some breaking news on the MLB front. And I can't wait. Travis, Travis, uh, he, he wanted a reunion. Cardinal fans, you wanted a reunion. You got it. You got the reunion. 
No, it, it, it's probably not who you were wanting. No, it wasn't anyone who was playing in the postseason, at least for a significant amount of time. But Lance Lynn is coming back to the Cardinals. That's right. Lance Lynn has agreed to a one-year contract with a club option for the 2025 season. This according to Jeff Passan of ESPN. Uh, Lynn's going to earn around $10 million on the contract, still pending a physical. Uh, they, he can also earn another $3 million worth of incentives in 2023, plus, again, that club option for 2025. So, there you go, St. Louis. Get up, Lance Lynn is coming back. Yes, Lance Lynn, the guy who last year went 13 and 11 with a 5.73 ERA, playing for the White Sox and the Dodgers. To be honest, he was better when he was with the Dodgers. Went seven and two, still a 4.36 ERA. But yeah, he's coming back, coming back to St. Louis. Get ready, St. Louis. All right, yeah, yeah. Isn't that who you wanted, right? Isn't that the starting pitcher you said you needed? I mean, you needed starting pitching, so it just makes sense, right? Let's go ahead and get Lance Lynn back. Yeah. So, Lance Lynn coming back to St. Louis. There you go. Cardinals, get excited. That was the uh, that was starting pitching you were, you were hoping for, right? I mean, it sure wasn't Nola. We know that for a fact. Were you thinking Sonny Gray? Were you, were, you, were you thinking Yamamoto? No. No, sir. You needed Lance Lynn in your life. So, uh, Lance Lynn coming back. Now all you need to do is just re-sign Michael Walker. We can party like it's 2011 again. Right, St. Louis? I mean, again. Hey, I. you know, this is one of those times where no, Travis isn't here. So he can't defend it. This is, uh, this is a typical St. Louis move. This is a typical St. Louis move. Off-season signing, budget signing, budget to, to stop gap to fill a hole. That is what the Cardinals are going to do. And I'm telling you, it's not going to change, guys. Sorry, until management changes, it's not going to change. So that's what you got. Like I said, let's just, you know, let's, let's just get, you know, I don't know. Who else should we get back, right? I mean, like I said, Waka. Let's, let's get Waka back. So, there you go, St. Louis. There you go. I hope, you know, you, you non-tenured, you know, kids and, and some of those guys. But, boy, howdy, we're going to bring back Lance Lynn. All right. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, St. Louis. You're you're so good. You're so good. So that's that's what your management thinks. You're gonna you're gonna sign Lance Lynn. That's your big signing, big free agent signing, Lance Lynn. Ah, ah, Lance Lynn coming back. Barely played above 500 this year. Can't wait to to see him in that Cardinal red again. Uh, nostalgic again, St. Louis. Quit it. Quit with the nostalgic play. You know, Adam Wainwright. We saw what that did for you last year. So let's bring back Lance Lynn. Like I said, you just need to have Michael Walker come back, and we'll just, you know, we'll be good to go. We'll line up like it's 2010, 2011, 2012 again, and we'll be happy to happy to be here. So, all right, St. Louis. Yeah. All right, now let's move to what we are going to talk about, and that is some NFL football, as it was the Browns beating the Steelers 13-10. A game-winning field goal there late in that game. 
as the Browns, they looked good for not having a quarterback at the start of the week. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson played pretty well, 24 for 43, 165 yards, did have one pick, but uh, didn't play awful. Kareem Hunt really wasn't much of a factor. This was a defensive affair, uh, as neither offense really got going. Uh, Neither offense could really do anything, but in the end... Dustin Hopkins nailed that 34-yard field goal with two seconds left to give the Browns the win. Only two touchdowns in the whole game. Jerome Ford had a one-yard run in the first quarter, and then Jalen Warren had a 74-yard run for the Steelers in the third. That was it. So, low-scoring affair there in Cleveland. In a game you heard right here on 99 the game, it was the Packers beating the Chargers 23-20. How the... Chargers lose to the Packers. The Chargers are not a good team either. They, uh, what did we... Again, we, we thought the Chargers, we thought Justin Herbert was going to be something he's not. And he's just... He's not. He's just not the quarterback we all want him to be. I mean, he did, he did good. 262 touchdowns. Ran it for 73 yards to lead the Chargers. There was just... The defense couldn't do anything. Jordan Love threw it for 322 yards and two touchdowns. Looks like Aaron Rodgers back there in Green Bay, and the Packers able to get the win. It was the Dolphins 20-13 over the Raiders. Raiders kept it close, but Tua Tonga-Vailoa had 325 yards and two touchdowns, and Jalen Ramsey had his second interception to get the win there for Miami. In a shocker for me, the Giants 31-19 over the Commanders, and you know everyone talked about how bad the Giants are going to be. I mean, Saquon showed up, 14 carries, 83 yards, and uh, pick six for the defense. They had Howell throw three interceptions there to that Giants defense, and the Giants got the win, 31 to 19. Like I said, Commanders aren't that great. Speaking of a not great team, the Panthers they fell to one and nine. They lost the Cowboys, 33 to 10. Dak Prescott, 189 yards, two touchdowns. Tony Pollard, 61 yards and a touchdown. Just you know, doing what they need to do. Uh, Dorian Bland had a pick six there for the Cowboys. The Jags got a big win over the Titans, 34-14. to Jags now 7-3 and on the season. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Wrigley teamed up for two touchdowns on the day. Lawrence had 262 yards of offense. It was the Texans, 21-16 to over the Cardinals. C.J. Stroud continued to look impressive, although he did throw three picks. Through three picks, but still 336 yards, two touchdowns to get the win there for the Texans. It was the 49ers all over the Bucks, 27-14. to Brock Purdy, 333 yards, three touchdowns. Just looked amazing. He, he looked like Joe Montana back there. So uh, The Bills all over the Jets there. Uh, what, I mean, to be fair, a lot of people were saying, oh, demise of the Jets, or demise of the Bills. They're, they're done. They're done. Fired their offensive coordinator. They're done. Well, Maybe they need to fire their offensive coordinator because Josh Allen looked decent. He only threw one pick, and I saw it. It was at the very, very end of the half, kind of one of those Hail Mary heaves. You can be okay with that. Uh, At least I would be. So 32-6, Bills all over the Jets. The Rams 17-16 over the Seahawks as uh, Jason Myers missed the game-winning field goal there for the Seahawks. So, uh Rams, Travis's Rams, do what they need to do to, to get the win there. And then in the Sunday night action, it was the Broncos over the Vikings. Russell Wilson hit Cortland Sutherland for the go-ahead touchdown there for the Broncos. Wilson had 259 yards and a touchdown 
as the Broncos won 21-20. And finally, the game we avoided because I don't want to talk about this, but we're going to because that's what we do on this show. The Bears fell to the Lions 31-26. The Bears gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter. And not only did they give up 17 points in the fourth quarter, it was 26-14 to 14 at one point in this game. You're up 12 points with 4.15 left to go in the game, and you can't get the win. You can't get the win. Unbelievable. I mean, that is just absolutely abysmal. I don't know. How, what is... what? what is Eberflus gone? Like, is this his last year? I mean... To be fair, Justin Fields, I thought, played pretty decently. The defense played good. They forced three interceptions from Jared Goff, four turnovers overall. The The offense had 334 yards. You know, I mean, Fields had 104 yards on the ground, 169 yards through the air. But, of course, who was it who got the winning touchdown there for uh, Detroit? David Montgomery. David Montgomery gets the win, and... Man, this this Bears team. Uh, every time you think it can't get any worse, it does. Don't worry, it does. It's it's gonna keep getting worse. Uh, so the the Bears get the win. Uh, get the loss. I mean, I'm so flustered over it, you know. And and then the the cherry on top, you know, David Montgomery runs it in there. They get the two point conversion, makes it 29 26. You're like, all right, we're only down three. There's still a chance. Nope, Justin Fields fumbles it, goes out of bounds, ends up being a safety. That makes it 31-26, to 26, and you have to punt it back to the Lions, and they easily just downed it to get the win. So, oh, man, what a what an absolute abysmal football game by the Chicago Bears. And we're just used to saying that, right? I mean, what else are you, are you wanting from the Bears? I mean, it, the Bears are the Bears. And, and again... Is it time to move on from Everflus? I think it is. I I just don't think he's the guy. Now, I know, wasn't he a defensive coordinator? Wasn't his bread and butter the defense? You give up, you know, 16 points in four minutes? That's absurd. Absurd. You shouldn't be a coach in the NFL giving up 16 points? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is a game the Bears should have won. The Bears should have won this game. The Bears should be sitting here at 4-7 and seven on the season with a win. And instead, they're going to take an L because the defense did not show up when it needed to. And again, the offense didn't do what they needed to do either because all you need to do is just get a couple first downs when you get that ball back. You get a couple first downs when you get that ball back. They're late in the game. Uh, 2.59. Chicago got the ball. 2.59. They're up by five. And you go three and out. You just need a couple first downs. You just got to get some first downs. Instead, they only used up 26 seconds. The Lions then came back, used up two minutes and four seconds. And it made the Bears have to have to get, you know, have to have to score and have have to go with with you know they had one timeout or two timeouts left and unfortunately you had you know the fumble and it goes in the end zone for a safety and that's it Aiden Hutchinson which 
This is going to hurt me even more. Hold on. Doing doing quick research here. Da, 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 da. First of all, did you like uh, Hutchinson punting that thing into the end zone afterwards? Yeah, that was, uh, you know, the Michigan man doing it there in the, the city of Michigan. And, you know, he's he's just been, I mean, he's been pretty good since he's come into the league. I mean, but last night got a safety. So Bears fall, Bears lose, Bears are Bears. Bears will keep being the Bears, and the Bears will keep losing, and the Bears will be the Bears. And what else do you want me to say? Bears are going to keep being the Bears. Matt Eberflus should be fired. By the end of this season, he should not be the Bears coach anymore because he just is not the guy you're looking for. It just isn't. So now the Bears will take on the Vikings next week. Lions will be on Thanksgiving, as is traditional. They'll take on the Packers. Prices for that game, extremely high. Extremely high. And we'll talk more about that coming up in the podcast. But, yep, Bears, another loss. They'll try to... uh, Get back on the winning track at Minnesota coming up uh, on the 27th. That is, oh, Monday night game. Lovely. National broadcast. Lovely. Looking forward to that one, aren't we? Yeah, sure we are. All right. We're going to get out of here for the moment. When we come back, we'll have our top three from the Sports of Weekend coming up here on the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-901-3322. 800-901-3322. 800-901-3322. Mike Greenberg. Greenberg. 
this team sucks. There's no other way to say it. Belichick has to be held accountable for this. This is his product. No one person in the entire National Football League, no one is more responsible for what goes on to a field every weekend than Bill is. They're his players. It's his coaching staff. He's made every decision there, top to bottom, more than anybody else. And it's awful. They have cratered. They have reached rock bottom. They may be as bad as any team in the NFL. This is a mess. If I'm Bob Kraft... I have to start giving really serious consideration to how this thing is going to end because however much leeway Bill Belichick has earned, he has certainly earned the right to walk away the way he wants to, but not necessarily when he wants to. This can't continue. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to Effingham, source for local sports and home to Greeny on 98.9 The Game. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean... I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. Now, it's time for the top three. And just, it's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back to the starting lineup. Eric Fry hanging out here with you for just a teeny tiny little bit longer. Coming up in the pod, we'll have a look at some NBA action, NHL action, entertainment recap, pick'em recap. I'll talk about that F1 race there in Las Vegas and how it may be the last time that there is a race there in Las Vegas. We'll tell you more about that. Coming up in the pod, you can download the podcast over at fkmradio.com, wherever you download podcasts as well. But it is a Monday, which means it's the end of the weekend, which means it's time for a little top three. And now, it's time for the top three. All right, top three here on a Monday morning, and this was before today's news. But we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna uh, we're gonna keep going on it. I'm gonna keep piling it on for you, St. Louis Cardinal fans. How you feeling this morning? You get Lance Lynn, you miss out on Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola goes back to the Phillies, signs that big big deal. Uh, what was it? Seven years, 172 million. Over the course of the contract, no opt-outs, no club options, anything like that. So Aaron Nola going back to the Phillies. Cardinal fans cry, but Mo says, do not fear, Lance Lynn is here. So get excited about it, St. Louis. Lance Lynn, not Aaron Nola. Maybe you can get Sonny Gray, but I don't see it happening. That would cost you money. And we all know that the Cardinals do not like spending money. It's just against what they do. Next up, number two here. This is a sad one for me. Yes, I do put in sad things uh, in in top three sometimes, and this one, this one was a sad one. As uh, in Saturday on Saturday, wish I could speak. 
On Saturday, it was James Madison. They fell. The perfect season is over. All of the arguments done. It took overtime, but Appalachian State beat them in overtime, 26-23. So there you go. The season comes to an end. Um, and it only took one play in overtime, but that's it. Appalachian State ends James Madison's perfect season, ends the talk of, you know, they should be allowed and everything like that. Nope, now it's over. Now it's done. And somewhere, the NCAA is sitting there laughing wickedly. <laughs> Not saying it was planned. Not saying they had a thing to do with it. But, mmm, mmm. What a game this was. At one point, it was a 5-3 to three ball game. Yeah, that sounds more like a baseball score, right? Uh, but no, it was 5-3 to three at one point in the second quarter. Uh, Appalachian State led 10-5 to five at the end of the first quarter, or at the end of the, the first half, and then no one scored in the third. And then Appalachian State was up 17-5. to five. James Madison crawled back. They tied it up with less than a minute to go, made the two-point conversion. And, again, this was at James Madison at home. That place was ruckus. And, unfortunately, all they could muster was a field goal in overtime. And Appalachian State able to get the win, and they end the perfect season of James Madison. So that does it for all that talk. And, finally, number three here. I hate telling Travis he's right, especially when he's not here. Because that means I'm going to have to tell him he's right again when he is here. Which is almost even more annoying than saying he's right now when he's not listening. But he may have been right. As over the weekend, Florida Atlantic fell to Bryant 61-52. to And I'll admit it. This is not the same FAU team as last year. And they're going to lose to the Illini when they play. If, if, if the Illini can play like the Illini we know can play. That's a big if. Because Illinois has moments where they tend to not play well. But they have looked pretty good this season uh, in games they should. Didn't look great against Marquette, but didn't look awful either. Uh, they won, the Illini won on Friday big over Valpo 87-64. Still needed a second half comeback. They trailed 45-38 in the first half of that one. And then on Sunday, they got the win again. Um, over Southern, 88-60. to Terrence, James Jr., Terrence Shannon Jr. scored 24 points, and Illinois led that whole way, but come on, Southern's 1-4. They should win. But, uh, yeah, I, I hate to admit when Travis is right. Just, ugh, it gets me. But I'll say it, Travis is right on this one. All right, we're going to have more coming up in the pod. Coming up next here on 99 in the Game is Carlin and Joe. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Yeah, I thought you were saying Newt Bar. Welcome in to the starting lineup, the podcast. A little overtime for you here on a Monday morning. Oh, excuse me. Still got a lot to talk about here. Got some NBA, NHL from the weekend. Uh, a couple more things of MLB news. Recap and entertainment. Recap and pick them. As well as I'll talk about that F1 race. Now it may be the end of the F1 before it even gets started out there in Vegas. I'll tell you more about that coming up 
in just a little bit. First, we got our finish off Sports Center as the Blackhawks turned a game winning goal in the third period during a 3 2 loss to the Sabres at the United Center. Blackhawks now 5 11 and 0 on the season, only 10 points. They visit the Blue Jackets on Wednesday. The Bulls overcame a 21 point deficit during a 102 97 win over the Heat in the United Center on Saturday. Chicago trailed 22 to 1 in the first quarter, but fought back to take the lead when DeMar DeRozan nailed a turnaround jumper with 22 seconds left in regulation. DeRozan added three free throws to the rest of the way to seal the win, finished with 23 points. Chicago now 5-9 on the season. They'll host Miami again tonight. The Cubs have one less player to deal with in arbitration. The team signed Patrick Wisdom to a one-year deal worth $2.725 million. Wisdom hit 205 with 23 home runs and 46 RBIs in 97 games with Chicago last season. The team also non-tenured pitchers Cody Hoyer, Brandon Hughes, and Ethan Roberts over the weekend. The Dallas Cowboys are honoring Hall of Fame head coach Jimmy Johnson as Dallas announced that Johnson will be added to the team's Ring of Honor December 30th. Johnson becomes the 24th member of the Cowboys Ring of Honor and will be inducted during the team's game against the Detroit Lions. The 80-year-old Johnson coached Dallas from 89-93 and helped the team win back-to-back Super Bowls over the Buffalo Bills. He also coached Miami before joining Fox Sports as a TV studio analyst. The Cleveland Browns have added a Super Bowl-winning quarterback to its practice squad. ESPN reports that Joe Flacco agreed to a deal to join the team on Sunday. The Browns worked out Flacco on Friday as Cleveland looked at a third quarterback with Deshaun Watson out for the season with a fractured shoulder. Dorian Thompson-Robinson started for the Browns in their Week 11 win over the Steelers in Cleveland. The team also has P.J. Walker on the roster as well. Flacco played for the Jets during the 2022 season. Utah quarterback Cam Rising will be returning for one final season of college football. Rising is set to return to the program in 2024 for a seventh college season. He began his college career at Texas, transferred to Utah after one redshirt season in Austin. Rising missed the entire 2023 season after tearing his ACL, MCL, and two other ligaments in last year's Rose Bowl. The 24-year-old the, the became Utah's full-time starting quarterback in 2021 led the program to two straight Pac-12 championship titles. There you go. And finally, the Detroit Lions are one of the hottest teams in the NFL, and it shows in the cost of tickets for this week's Thanksgiving Day matchup against the Packers. Tickets are going for $200 minimum. That's for standing room only. The more costly tickets are going for thousands of dollars on resale sites. Lions are 8-2 and two and look to extend their lead in the division this week. So Lions are a hot team and a hot commodity there on Thanksgiving. All right, let's see. We got anything else going on? Uh, don't forget Monday Night Football tonight. It will be the Chiefs and the Eagles. Big, big game there. I know a lot of people are excited for that one. Um, oh, here we go. Injured New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers may be back on the practice field as early as December 2nd. Jake Laser was the first to report a return soon to the practice field after the Jets reportedly shown a workout video of Rodgers' speedy recovery from an Achilles injury. The timing comes after the Jets were blown out by the Bills on Sunday in a game where Zach Wilson was benched in the third quarter with Tim Boyle put in as his replacement. Rodgers stated earlier this month his goal was to return by mid-December. While the NFL Network reports that could mean Week 16 against the Commanders, some sports outlets also note that Rodgers may only push to get back in the game if New York is still in the AFC playoff hunt. Well, let's take a look, shall we? Where exactly are the Jets in the playoff hunt in the AFC? Currently, they are 14th. They're 4-6. 14th in the AFC. 
I mean, there's a there's a lot of teams there. Basically, sixth place Houston is six and four, and the Jets are four and six. So that's kind of the the sloth between where they are. That's a lot of teams in there. So still early, still early, but we shall see. We shall see if Aaron Rodgers comes back there. And finally, I can't believe this almost made a top three for me. Tiger Woods is set to make his first competitive start in seven months. Woods is committed to play the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas starting November 30th. He's forced to withdraw from the Masters in April after suffering from constant pain due to an ankle injury that resulted in surgery in May. The Hero World Challenge will also feature many of the world's top players, such as Sky Scheffler and Victor Hovland. So get ready to see Tiger. We'll be on Tiger Watch coming up in November, November 30th. We'll be on Tiger Watch. Yeah. Tiger, coming back. We can hope for a win, right? We can hope. Big return. Big comeback for Tiger. But I don't, I don't know. I always get my hopes up, and then they always get dashed by Tiger. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. All right. Anything else here? Um, Jordan Travis says that his college football career is over. Uh, he got injured on Saturday <coughs> for Florida State. Says his career is done. So there is that. Speaking of Tiger, the TGL Virtual Golf is going to be delayed until 2025 due to that dome damage we told you about last week because of that damage uh, to the Florida arena that was going to take too long to repair and create scheduling problems for television and players. So because of that, it will get moved to 2025. So another year of waiting for Tiger's Golf, Tiger and Rory's Golf to take over. So, there's that. Um, Here's a little bit of a news story uh, on the women's side of things. Maryland's 13-year run in the Associated Press Women's College Basketball Poll has come to an end. After a week that saw more chaos in the top 25, the Terrapins have been ranked for 251 consecutive weeks, second longest active streak behind UConn before they fell out on Monday. Maryland had been in every poll since the start of the 2010-11 season, but lost to the Huskies by 32 on Thursday for edging Syracuse on Sunday. So there's that. South Carolina, by the way, remains the number one team in the country there on the girls' side. 49ers will lose all-pro safety uh, Hemgafa to a torn ACL. So he is done, and Michigan is favored over the Buckeyes for the first time in five years. So there is that. And I think that just about does that. Wraps all of that up. Now let's see. Let's talk. Let's go look at some NBA action from over the weekend. I already told you the Bulls got the win on Saturday. Let's see what happened. What else happened there on Saturday? Knicks beat the Hornets. Uh, it was the Timberwolves over the Pelicans, 121-120. The Bucks 132-125 to 125 over the Mavs. Giannis had 40 and 15. Luka had 35. Therefore, the Mavs. Grizzlies 120-108 over the Spurs. When Miyama had 19 points and 13 rebounds. Eight blocks as well. The Thunder, 130 to 123 over the Warriors. Shea Gilchrist Alexander had 40. And Anthony or Andrew Wiggins had 31, but it wasn't enough there. Warriors now six and eight, including one and six at home. Eee, that is not good at all for Golden State out there. Action from Sunday, Joel Embiid took down the Nets, 121-99. to 
He had 32 points. Raptors over the Pistons, 142-113. to Pistons 2-12 and on the year. Ugh, that is embarrassing. The Magic, 128-116 over the Pacers. It was the Cavs, 121-109 over the Nuggets. Kings, 129-113 over the Mavs. Doncic in that one had 25-10, but Sabonis had 32 points in that one. Celtics, 102-100 over the Grizzlies. So the Celtics still 11-2 on the season, but a close one there. And they escaped there at the very end as uh, Porzingis had 26 points, but Grizzlies almost had the upset there. Suns 141-37 over the Jazz. Durant, 39 points, 10 assists. It was the Thunder getting another win, this time against the Trailblazers, 134-91. Alexander had 28 points. And finally, it was the Lakers getting the win over the Rockets, 105-104. LeBron got the win there at the free throw line, 37 points for LeBron. So, action going on tonight in the Association. Celtics at the Hornets. It will be the Nuggets traveling to Detroit, take on the Pistons, Bucks, and Wizards. The Heat will head to Chicago, take on the Bulls, Knicks, and Timberwolves to teams with winning records there battling uh, the Kings and Pelicans Clippers and the Spurs and the Rockets and the Warriors is that it that's the, the one game with two teams with a winning record tonight Knicks and Timberwolves so there's that for you hockey let's look at hockey from the weekend starting on Saturday Senators over the Wild 2-1 to one in a shootout. It was the Flyers over the Golden Knights in overtime 4-3. Predators beat the Blackhawks 4-2. Lightning 6-4 over the Oilers. Bruins 5-2 over the Canadians. It was the Rangers 5-3 over the Devils. Hurricanes 4-2 over the Penguins. The Jets beat the Coyotes 5-2. Islanders over the Flames 5-4 in a shootout. Capitals beat the Blue Jackets 4-3. Avalanche 6-3 over the Stars. Kraken 4-3 over the Canucks. Hey, a big win for my Kraken there. Canucks were 12-5-1, but Kraken went in there and got in the win. And the Blues fell to the Kings 5-1 on Saturday. Action from Sunday. In overtime, Maple Leafs got in the win over the Wild 4-3. That was in the Global Series there over in Sweden. It was the Flyers over the Blue Jackets, 5-2. Penguins, 3-0 over the Golden Knights. The Sabres over the Blackhawks, 3-2. And the Blues beat the Ducks, 3-1. Action going on for tonight. Bruins and Lightning. The Oilers will head to Florida to take on the Panthers. Avalanche and the Predators. Rangers, Stars. That's a good one. Two teams with pretty good records. Rangers, 12-2-1. Stars, 11-4-1. Kings and Coyotes, Sharks and Canucks, and the Kraken will host the Flame. Come on, Kraken. Let's get it done. That is a look at your NHL action from over the weekend. MLB news. Of course, we told you about Lance Lynn. We told you about Aaron Nola. Uh, We also have Yamamoto has officially been posted. So the window has officially begun. It begins tomorrow at 7 a.m. It goes until 4 p.m. Central on January 4th. That is the time frame he has to get negotiated. So we'll see what teams jump in on that one, how soon that will happen. The Braves signed Ronaldo Lopez over the weekend as well. Zach Britton announced his retirement after a 12-year career, most known there for the Orioles. Um... Let's see, what else we got? Blue Jays open to Alex Manoa trade offers, so we'll see if anything goes on that. The Phillies are still interested in Yamamoto, as well as additional pitching help. 
there for the Phillies. Uh, Dodgers are interested in trading for Dylan Cease, so we'll be on the lookout for that one. Braves are interested in Sonny Gray, so St. Louis, uh, you may not get Sonny Gray either. Just uh, just striking out everywhere are the Cardinals. Get ready. Uh, Padres signed Mason McCoy to a minor league deal. Um, and then we did have, uh, I'm trying to see the non-tenured, because there were a couple noticeable or notable uh, teams there. By the way, Otani down to two teams, it looks like, the Cubs and the Dodgers. So we'll be on the lookout for that one. Hey, I can hope, right? I am still hoping. I'm 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 hoping it's gonna happen. But I know Travis says I'm I'm a delusional Cub fan. That's fine. That's fine, Travis, because guess what? My team is gonna actually sign people who aren't Lance Lynn coming off the worst season of his career, the second highest ERA in baseball of all qualified starters. Okay. So that's fine. You can you can say I'm delusional, but that's fine. I don't care. Don't care. Because we're going to end up winning big. And we'll be competing for the division. Uh, Brandon Woodruff was non-tenured. So Brewers moving on from Woodruff there. Um, Kyle Wright is going to the Royals from the Braves. Oh, can you imagine going from the from the Braves to the Royals? Oh, what a horrible trip. That's not who I want to be with. I was competing. I had the best record in baseball. Now I'm I'm here. Yep, you sure are. All right, nine ten years. Um, Cooper Criswell from the Rays. Mike Ford with the Mariners. Uh, Lou Trevino, Albert Abreu, Anthony uh, Mezek with the Yankees. Javier uh, Moran, Ronnie Hurriquez uh, Her- with the Twins. Jose Marte from the Angels, Wyatt Mills, the Red Sox, Matt Bush, Brett Martin from the Rangers. Um, National League. Um, Chirinos, Yanni Chirinos from the uh, Braves. Luke Williams. Rowdy Telez. Brandon Woodruff, we already mentioned that. Uh, Cardinals, Kisner, Yepes, Woodford, and Dakota Hudson's gone. Just cut loose. Oh, I'm I'm sure Travis love love some of those. I can't wait to hear him talk about it tomorrow. I'll make sure to bring that up for sure. So there you go. Those are uh, Austin Meadows with the Tigers. Spencer Turnbull with the Tigers as well. Non-tenured. Aaron uh, Austin Nola. Um, Tim Hill, as well with the Padres. So that's kind of non-tenured over over the weekend. Um, Daniel Vogelbach, um, as well, from the Mets. Nick uh, Senzel with the Reds, non-tenured, as well. So those are kind of your non-tendered players. And like I said... I, I think the Brewers are in rebuild mode, and as I've said on this show, I think now's the time if you're, because everyone else seems to be on the downslide, but we'll wait and see what the uh, Chicago baseball team, the, the real team in Chicago, uh, wants to do there. All right, let's talk uh, about this Formula One race. So we talked on Friday about um, 
you know, the, the delays and stuff. The race ended up being decent. It was a, a good race. A lot of people said it was, um, it was a good race, but, but they're hit with a lawsuit. Yes. The, uh, hit with a class action lawsuit on behalf of the 35,000 people who bought tickets for Thursday's practice session that was canceled when that Ferrari was damaged by the loose drain cover. So that was, uh, because it was canceled, they have, um, filed a lawsuit. Now, the Las Vegas Grand Prix officials attempted damage control, offering $200 merchandise vouchers to single-day ticket holders, but that compensation did not extend to those who purchased the three-day passes. So, if you had a three-day pass, you did not get anything. So, the um, Demopolis Law Firm and co-counsel JK Legal and Consulting said they had filed class action lawsuit against the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix in Nevada State Court Friday on behalf of the people who purchased tickets for the practice run so we'll have to see what comes of that the spokesperson for the las vegas grand prix said we cannot comment on the litigation focuses on ensuring that our fans have an entertaining experience in a safe and secure environment which is always our top priority of course it is of course it's always your top priority Alrighty, I think that does that and that does that let's get uh some recap on pick'em and entertainment we'll do Let's go ahead and let's do pick 'em for the week. Pick 'em for this week. Boy, I tell you what, your boys did not have a good week at all. We'll start with action from Saturday. Illinois at Iowa. It was Iowa minus three. Travis picked Illinois. I picked Iowa. Iowa won by three, so Travis gets the win in that one. I took the L there. Bears at Lions. Lions minus seven and a half. We both picked the Lions. We both took losses in that one. And then Chargers at the Packers. We both said the Chargers. Packers minus three. We both said Chargers. Packers won by three, so that is a win for us. Yeah. High school playoff edition. This is where it gets really ugly. Um, Athens at Shelbyville. Travis said Shelbyville. 35-24. I said Shelbyville. one nothing. It was Shelbyville who fell. And then we had Mount Carmel at Roxana. We both picked Roxana. We both took L's. So the computer, by the way, picked Athens to get the one over Shelbyville. 31-22. They got two points for being the closest. But, um, yeah, not a, not a good week for us. So overall, us against the computer. Travis has 26 points. He's 15 and 9 against the computer. I have 36 points. I'm 18 and 6 here in the postseason. And the computer is has 38 points and is 20 and 4. So computer doing a pretty good job of beating us. I'm only behind by a couple. As far as me and Travis on the season, where are we at? Well, if we had been perfect this whole time, we'd have 282 points. Right now, me and Travis both have 104. So we're tied at 104 record-wise. I am 81 and 39. Travis is 73 and 47. So that is where we're at for Pick'em as we close in on the end of Pick'em as far as having as many games. We'll have some bowl games coming up, popping up here every once in a while. But for the most part, we're starting to close down on Pick'em. And we're going to be closing down on the podcast. Got one more thing, and that is our entertainment recap for the week. Entertainment-wise, it was about... 500, uh, exactly. Uh, had six plays of entertainment. 
took three L's. Had cards plus five and a half against the Texans. The Cardinals lost by five, so that's a win for us there. Giants plus eight and a half against the Commanders. They had that big win. I was surprised by that one. Raiders plus 13 and a half against the Dolphins. They only lost by seven to the Raiders, so that's a win for us. Jets plus seven against the Bills. That was uh, I was believing all the hype about uh, Josh Allen being done and this team being done. I yeah believed it too much. Bills got the win. Colorado plus four against Washington State. This was an embarrassment. Deion Sanders, get out of here. Losing fifty six to fourteen. Ugh. Get out of here with that one. That this Colorado experiment has not gone well for Mister Dion. Sanders, and then finally we had JMU minus nine and a half, and we already told you James Madison lost to Appalachian State in overtime. <sighs> that one's a heartbreaker. I I am to blame. Like I feel I'm to blame because last week I picked I picked UConn plus twenty five against James Madison, and James Madison destroyed him. So I feel if I would have gone Appalachian State plus nine and a half, maybe James Madison would have won. So it's my fault. It's my fault, and I have to live with that now. So I will live with it, and that'll wrap things up, and I will live with this. And tomorrow on the show, we're talking Illini. Oh, can't wait to talk Illini football. Can't wait to see how Travis spins this one about how good Illinois is. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear that one. Can't wait to hopefully get more Cardinal signings like Waka. Can't wait for them to sign Waka back. And that being all the deals the Cardinals make. Again, can't wait to talk to Travis about all that coming up on tomorrow's show. So make sure you tune in. I'm sure he's going to be hot. He's going to be ready to go. He's going to be fired up. He's had an extra day to, to simmer on all this. So we'll we'll see what we got. Hey, don't forget Altamont Lady Indians basketball tonight over 105.5.5 Jack FM. So until tomorrow, have a good one. Peace.